What the fuck is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beers End. Today, we're going to be talking about Beers and Life's a Beach, bitches. He's been wanting to say bitches. <laughs> we're back. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Nicholas. Hello, sir. Alexander, how are you? Welcome, 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 welcome in, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Beers End. We are right in the in the smack dab middle of the summer. Yes, where we right where we started. Just about right where this we started. Is, yeah, all we, those all those months. All ago. those months ago, about twelve months ago, we got together and we had a little yeah. conversation and couldn't decide what to uh, do. Our our additional little little niche topic about we're like yeah. beers and and everything uh, and everything and uh i think actually i picked up bagels that day and it kind of works yeah yep. it kind of works and today you're joining us for episode 67 it's about beaches it's about beaches because it's nice to just be on a beach and relax preach brother i was just doing a lot of that that's why you guys haven't seen us well it's, well, it's kind of the reason yeah we i would took, say so we took a little bit of a sabbatical yeah a little, as a little recharge, as all professionals do. Yeah, a little battery recharge. You know, I I was actually away. You were on your your I was, honeymoon. I was out of the country on my honeymoon. It was uh, quite lovely to be somewhere else other than here. And of course, spending it uh, with my lovely with wife. With your lovely wife. Yep, we had a we had a wonderful time. We had lots of really cool experiences together. How was the How was the volcano? By the oh, by the way, speaking of professionalism, and not to cut you off because that's professional as well. Uh, if you're listening to us right now, make sure you subscribe to us. If you want to watch us, head on over to YouTube at Beers and Podcast. Subscribe Come on check all out the, the beer. socials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On uh, Instagram at Beers and Podcast, TikTok at Beers and Podcast, and over on Twitter at Beers and One. And if you got questions, comments, concerns, shut your damn mouth. Keep it to yourself. Beers and podcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, so, so we were away. We were in uh, lovely St. Lucia. St. Lucia. Yep. And uh, the volcano was really cool. They wouldn't let us go up the trail, though you could like visibly see smoke and like noxious fumes coming out of the rocks. Is it because it was that active? Like, I think either that or like we just didn't pay for that part of, oh. of, of the trip, but it, it's not active. It's been dormant. Oh, okay. okay. But, it, but there is like. I mean, the whole place smells like sulfur. The entire world is pretty much on fire right about now, too. So uh, that's you know, mostly true. That's with, with uh, monkeypox and oh, and all and all the other. You I mean, quite literally, like you've got Western, uh, like Europe is all on fire. Oh, I did not know. Oh, that. like Spain, Portugal, France, Italy. Oh, yeah, they've got major forest from, fires. Is it from the? I guess the heat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing it now in uh, blistery old New Jersey. Good old New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was really cool. If I could. Bathe in volcanic mud water every day. I would. And who amongst us hasn't said that at least no, once no, or twice? No, but like in actually, life? it was it, it was, was that good. Oh yeah, it's got to be good for the skin. Very yeah, very good. It's, so it's mineral water. So you like dip in, yeah, and then you cover yourself in mud after your pores are open. Oh, and then like more mud, and then you can like paint yourself. You know, like make it fun. Yeah, it's whatever images, and yeah, then you go back in, you wash it off. I love that. And it makes it, everything nice and like taut and tight and whatnot. It's it's very enriching. I said to someone on the trip, I was like, if I could do this every day, I totally would. And he said, oh, you want you want to go back to your country crawling 10 years younger? Uh, wow. It's like, oh. Yes. It's like that? Yeah. Okay. In, wow. Yeah. Okay. So we're super cool. That was, uh, if you can do that at any time, do that. 
I'm going to have to. Go to a volcano. Listen, uh, don't got to tell me twice. Didn't get to take home any lava, though. I don't think they would let that on the plane. Yeah, I haven't found anything that's able to actually house it yet. So when I do, I'll let you know. Deal. Done. We'll be the first to know. You know, this is a beer podcast. It is. Last I checked, or like, it's, been, it's been a few weeks. But you, you ready to hear what we're having today, Nick? Yeah, I, I'm very much ready. Okay, we're going to go with another Drecker beer. Okay. Because, you know, Slang Du Jour was... It was very nice. Very nice. Very, very so nice. So this is Brains. Brains. But Oregon. Brains. Oregon Brains? Or, yeah, so it's a collaboration with the Oregon Fruit Company. Oh. So it's Oregon Grown Fruit. Oh, the OFC, of course. Yep, for short, for short, for sure. Uh, so this is a collaboration with or- Oregon Fruit Company. Yeah. Oregon Grown Fruit and Berries. So on Untapped, completely stuffed with Marionberry, Boysenberry, Blackberry, Blueberry, Cherry, and Plum. Ooh. And then Drecker came in and hit it with their double secret triple smoothie treatment Ooh. of sea salt, lactose, and vanilla beans. I'm very, I am tickled pink about this yeah, one. Th- this is uh, this is an exciting one. I should just get right into I it. I think we should. I'm still I'm very curious about this because I believe we spoke on the phone and you had ran down the list of uh, some of the ingredients and you had said the first one was Marionberry. Marionberry. Yes. And I had said to you, I go, are you joking? Is that a real fruit? And you said, you're like, yeah, why? For our listeners and our viewers who are not familiar, Marionberry is also the name of the mayor from Washington, D.C., who... So uh, random. So random. uh, Who was caught in an FBI sting smoking crack with sex workers in the early 90s, was convicted, sentenced, did time, released, ran for mayor again... And one. It's so, uh, the good old justice system. So there you go. I hope this tastes like, uh, like justice. I love that color. Right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Rich berry, dark berry color. It's a, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's like a good mauve. Oh, ooh, very nice, very nice. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying not to smell it. I want to do, I want to do the smell reaction at the same time. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to. Oh, okay. Because sometimes they, it'll fill the air. Immediately. Yeah, I'm trying not to breathe out of my nose. It's going pretty well. <laughs> okay. It's got it looks like it's got a very nice consistency too. It doesn't look too thick, which I appreciate. You've also poured these masterfully. You, How do you like that? You had a lovely relaxing very vacation. Relaxed. My goodness. Very relaxed. Not a not a not a tremor in sight. Not a dry eye in the house. Thank you. Okay, what do we got? So let's see. Man, it just smells like a lot of the plum. <clears throat> You can smell like a mixed berry smoothie. You can smell a little bit of that milk sugar in there. I think the vanilla yeah, milk sugar definitely smells very nice. Definitely. I'm still curious. Again, I want to know what a Marion berry tastes like to begin with, to know whether or not I'm picking it up or not. So I've had it before, but oh, I've never, you have. I've never actually had an actual Marion berry. I've only ever had something Marion berry flavored. <laughs> Which I, I I can't do this the entire time. I just keep thinking of his face. So I'm gonna look it up. Smoking crack because I actually have never had one. Oh, so it's a it's a type of blackberry. Oh, okay. So it's gonna be a little tart. Yes. All right. But so, uh, what's the difference between blackberries and marionberries? Oh, not all blackberries are marionberries, but all marionberries are a type of blackberry. There oh, it's go. oh god, that's some like math shit. Like not all rectangles are squares, but all squares are rectangles <laughs> or something. Something like that. Something ridiculous. Um, yeah, this smells like uh, like a rich plum, cherry, 
Barry I'm, situation. I'm curious because when you ran through the profile and then you poured it, the color to me didn't immediately say like, oh, this is a good July summer beer. But now at the same time, okay. I'm kind of thinking about it a very kind of almost dog days end of yeah. summer. You know, it's going to be a little heavier. I think it's going to be a little heavier. Okay. That's not the direction I thought you were going. No, I thought you were going to go like, you know, uh, like a berry pie, like a fruit. Oh, pie, no. Like you see, I, I was thinking like a summer tart. Oh no. You see, I was thinking like, this is, reminds me of a, it's just a, is a, is a hot day. You're going to move a real, hot day down you're going to move real slow. Like, <laughs> We don't want to move too slow. So as to not go ahead and break a sweat by any means. Hey, you know what I say about being sweaty? It's, it's better to be rainy. Cheers. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm trying to connect everything in my head. Didn't work out. Oh, that's delicious. Oh, wow. Oh, that is tasty. It's almost like you, like if you gave this to me and said, tell me what's in here, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't think so either, because usually plum, I think, has such a distinct flavor, but it doesn't come through. And not that I'm missing it. It's a really nice blend. This is another one of those things that, like, how it comes together is different than what you would think it should or would taste like. And I think I prefer that, because when it comes together and does something unique like this, yeah, I think it's a better offering than just, like... Being able to select yeah, different when it's, elements of it. When you're going to mix, you know, have a good mix like this all together. Um, yeah, I, I tend to agree. You know what it even reminds me of a little bit? I'm still running on this food. Well, picking it up, I guess, from you with this food thing. Like macerated blackberries mm. on like vanilla ice cream. Ooh. You know, when you get to the bottom, you got that like soup that's kind of oh, left yeah. over. That's what this is. I think you're right. What is the ABV? If it's I'm almost seven. I think it's six point oh, okay. nine. All right, it's pretty six point nine. It's it's hefty. It'll pack a little punch. So we didn't say it, but it's a, a sour, a smoothie, pastry sour. And it's not particularly. It's not super sour. It's not artificially no, sour. No, definitely not. It's very much relying on the fruit itself. I think blackberry is more of a, a tart sour. Maybe Marion as well. Yeah, you know, I'm now I'm curious. Now you got me curious. I would love to know what a ripe. Marion Berry tastes like. I'm really impressed by this. This is darn good. I've got to say. Three for three now on, on Drecker beers. And I think I like this one a little bit more. Ooh, than the peach. Yeah. The pineapple upside down cake. Really. Yeah. Ooh, wow. I've got to say, this goes, this is up there because I'm not a big pe uh, plum fan. I won't go out of my way to have a piece of plum or a plum fruit itself. Oh, seen, I would. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not oh, a big oh, plum man. guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. This darn good. Damn good. Um, yeah. Um, what are we thinking? 4.45. Ooh, I like that. This is a good one. This is very good. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. I feel like I, I would rest right around there. 4.3, 4.4. It is very, very nice. It's just very pleasant. I would have at least another one. I would undoubtedly. This undoubt is not one of those that's too sweet. Right. That you can't have more than one. Well, this is, I think, the difference at times when you're using, and I know a number of breweries and probably, you know, a number of products always say that they use, Man, you know, 100% fruit or, or, you know, no additional flavors or whatnot. To me, this is an example where <clears throat> there definitely is no additional additive. It is nothing but the sweetness from the fruit. 
for sure. And I, I appreciate that. You know, now we're on our second Excuse me. Uh, director sour. And yes. I would say I can I can get the sea salt. Yeah, I think it comes through I'm nicely. It. And it matches because that, that uh, with the vanilla and with some of that milk sugar. Yeah, very well done. Yeah. Hats off to you, Drecker. Hats Solid. off to you. Solid offering. Well done. Well I done. Would, I would love another one. I would too. Do we have any more? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that would be inappropriate. We shouldn't do that, should we? We'll see. I mean, it's, it's our show. Oh, that's right. That's right. Remember that, you. Yeah, remember that. So, Nick, you know what? We, uh, we didn't do question of the day. Oh, we didn't. We did not. That's okay. Do you know what the best day of the week to go to the beach is? A Tuesday. No, it's Sunday. Oh, for silly. F- oh, damn it. Damn it, Alex. We took a little bit of a break. Look, look you're so coy now, and now you're so relaxed and you're del- and you delivered it with that. And here we are. But actual question of the day. What's your favorite beach activity? I my everything f- to do with the beach. Ooh, I'm a lounger. I love to sit. That is where I read. I go and read. I go to the beach and I read. That's why, to be honest with you, I don't go to the beach with too many people ever. Because I feel sometimes like we have to be compelled to have a conversation. Nothing right. wrong with that. But you don't want to. I, I don't. I like to go to the beach for about an hour and a half, two hours, by myself, lather up, Lay. bronze, and read. And you're done. And I'll go and I'll take a dip a couple of times, but that's about it. All right. What are you in for? You know, I have a couple. Okay. I love to throw around a football. Yeah. I think it's just like one of the classic beach activities. I love to get buried in the sand. Do you really? And nobody ever wants to bury me. I love to get buried. Why? I don't know. I just think it's relaxing. Do you, you want know, to like, talk about it? We because all, we, <laughs> it's just, it's, honestly, it's kind of comforting, like the, the weight of the sand. Yeah. On you. Like a thunder blanket. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Okay. But I mean, that that's fun. And I like to dig for sand crabs. Oh, yes. Those are always cool. I don't see them too often by me, but I usually feel like if I go to like an, you know, a little bit further downstate. Oh, even I'll further south. Yeah, like an LBI, I usually see them around there, like an Avalon down in that area. All right. But up by us, I don't... Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about finding those little suckers. But, because uh, they're 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 so unintimidating. They're kind of squirrely, too. Like, you know, like... Oh, they, yeah. They, they're, they make it a like a fight. They do. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I would like to get into one day when I am when I am long and old and retired. <laughs> I would love to get into... Uh, um, like beach combing and doing the uh, like oh, you metal want to, like, detecting sweep for uh, yeah yeah for treasure hundred percent I respect hundred percent I respect that I'd like to also go get my scuba certification oh yeah oh yeah I did a deep dive I mean, recently on uh, uh, shipwrecks off the coast of Jersey and I am find a lot of treasure there fascinated by there's a lot apparently who knows what's under there it could, it could be a boat it could be a bo- there are some boats there are some boats out there. <laughs> Not hey. gonna bore you with all of them, hey. but I know a lot for no reason. You know a lot of ship shipwrecked boats. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Ask my students if they've gotten back any of their papers yet. How come we uh, never call them boat wrecks? I don't know. <laughs> like why? Why? Huh? Why don't we ever call them I don't, boat I wrecks? I don't know. I don't know. Now I feel like I asked a really like. This is a really, you know, really important. Well, question. I guess like if you're driving a pickup truck and you get into an accident, do you say you got into a truck accident? You say you got into a car accident. That's true too. Hmm. 
Why do we park on a driveway and drive on a uh, parkway? Don't don't get me started. <laughs> you want to so, see a grown man cry? <laughs> no, I I gotta tell you, I I gotta tell you. So you want to kick things off with the life's a beach? You, do you want um, do you want story time first, or would you like to hear my uh, my boring math? Um, let's start with boring math because okay. I can sip. Okay. This is gonna sound really ridiculous. Mm. But I have always been curious about how many like grains, granules of sand there are on oh. a on a beach. Okay. Always been curious about it. I don't know why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You following. Uh, so so far, okay. yes. <clears throat> oh, that sounds terrible. So I never thought I'd say this, but you ready to do some math? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I found an article. It's um it's on quickanddirtytips.com. This guy has a podcast. His name is Jason Marshall, PhD. He goes by the math dude. No joke. So there's a way to estimate the sand on all of Earth's beaches. What? Yeah. And I, and I've somehow made this the least amount of dryness as possible. Okay. The least amount of dryness dry as possible. Okay. Okay. So like there's no actual exact way to tell. So we're kind of going to like ballpark right some some figures which isn't exactly what i wanted but i'm no chooser so it doesn't matter so these are mostly estimates like i said except for the measuring of the sand so it could be done by grabbing a handful of sand and you line up the individual pieces of sand like in a row yeah and then you measure what kind of masochist right so the the way that this guy explained it is like you know obviously it's different on every beach there's different sand different right right coarseness okay. and it's going to change the exactly the, so yeah depending on your sand um 15 to 25 grains per centimeter wow so this, this is these are very very tiny yeah. measurements that we're working with here so if we can assume that there's 15 to 25 grains per centimeter mm-hmm. then we could do the cubic centimeter you know extrapolation of it um so which is a reasonable like volume of measurement for a beach right yeah okay so if we extrapolate that then we get 8,000 grains of sand per cubic centimeter and 8 billion grains per cubic meter. Oh, that's, that's, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy to wrap your head around. So 8 billion grains of, of sand per cubic meter. Mm-hmm. So now we have to figure out how much beach we have. Right. So the article that I found assumed that the coastlines of the, of the classic seven continents is long enough to circle the earth twice. Okay, but he said that that could either be two times as much as it really is, or half as much. But it doesn't really matter to him for his like for this instance. The math, so, the math dude's not going to get right. bogged and down if with the math dude doesn't care, then I don't care. That's all right. Exactly. So we're just going to keep going with it. So it, exactly, that's exactly how I felt. I'm so glad you said. That. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's right. Fine. Okay. So with this being his estimate, right? In addition to this. He averaged the beaches out to be roughly 50 meters uh, wide and 25 meters deep. So like oh, from wow. from water to yeah to, end, to end of sand. Yeah, and that, that that and that's I think reasonable too. Like half a football field. Yeah, long. I think that would be average. Yeah, because yeah, there are I, some that are significantly shorter, and then there are some that are significantly longer. Math dudes got it going on. Uh, listen, you know, really uh, so far, math dudes actually crushing it, especially, and I, I just clicked in my mind as we're going through this, who's going to prove the math dude wrong? Not you or I. No. 
So, so I'm no. just going to keep going. So I say dude on. Okay. So this is where it gets a little hairy. So if we know that Earth's circumference is roughly 40 million meters, mm-hmm. which and I think that's actual, then 40 million times 14, so 14 because of the seven continents times two. Correct. Right? So 40 million times 14 gives us 560 million meters of coastline. Okay. And 560 million times 50 times 25 yeah. for the width and the depth of the beach gives us 700 billion cubic meters of beach. Okay. So now finally we take... The amount of sand. So 8 billion, 8 billion grains, grains of sand times 700 billion cubic meters of beach. And we get a grand total of 5,000 billion billion or 5 sextillion grains of sand on Earth's surface. Thank you. Well done, math dude. Yeah, that was, that was a... That's that was int- kind of riveting for for it being counting sand. No, yeah, I've got to say because it's one of those things. Where I always thought that they had kind of utilized the term whenever we hear like Google or Googleplex. Oh, I always thought that that was one of those where they had made reference to um, like grains of sand. Like we'll never actually know because the it number is be. so large right. that it, we you know we can quantify it as like Googleplex. And honestly, it could be even more than that because he. Like that's a reasonable size for a beach, but I'll tell you, I flew over Long Island. Oh, on, on the way home, yeah. And Long Island is not fifty meters by twenty-five meters. No, it, it's much more. How did you fly over Long Island? So we had. A, we, I was going to so say, we, I'm sorry, folks. So for, we flew out of JFK. Oh, okay, okay. And, and we also had to like circle oh. around due to something that was happening. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, yeah. you, you, you blew past, you blew past, right past Newark. <laughs> no. So, uh, so yeah, 5,000 billion billion. Wow. Yeah. I, I, that, like, that's, that's mind boggling. And there's more sand that's being made all the time, right? Cause it's just a series of like erosion and by, yeah, I guess. I guess so. Okay. We're going to run with it. Fair enough. So thank you. Thank the math dude. Thanks math dude. Thanks math dude. (laughs) Um, tubular tubular rad bodacious uh so in uh in this i had to because we have to we have to talk about our beloved beaches the jersey shore oh yeah okay, okay. which one's your favorite and do you have a go-to do i have a go-to Not, yeah sorry to cut you off but your go-to jersey shore oh it's my beach, beach. it's what i refer to as my beach okay yeah enough. it's my beach that makes right sense it's uh the the Beach right in Asbury, 8th Avenue. Beautiful. <laughs> it's the surfing beach. It, that is a nice little spot. It is It is yep. lovely. Yep. Lovely, lovely. I've got to say, spoiled, goddamn rotten. Um, and again, you know, I use the term Jersey Shore. You hate it. I hate it. And uh, I can promise you that we will not be discussing the show at all. Thank God. Okay. So a few fun facts about the glorious beaches in area. Um, so for one thing, I'm going to pose this question to you. Uh, before we kind of dive on in, because I really didn't know. Do you know how much, how long the Jersey Shore, from its northern, what's considered to be like its northernmost point to its southernmost point, how many, how long is it? How many miles? Yeah. Um, I would guess about 140, 145 miles. Are you sure you're not the math, dude? Uh, hey. It's about 130. Oh, 
that was close. Yeah, 130 miles from All the right. northernmost point at Perth Amboy down to its southernmost point uh, at Cape May. All right. All right, so just a couple of fun little things along the way here. So, for example, one of the first things, Atlantic City Boardwalk, longest boardwalk in the world. In the entire world. In the entire world. That's pretty impressive. So it was the first to be built in the United States and opened to the public uh, in June of 1870 only as a temporary structure. They only kind of put it up just for like the season, but it proved to be really popular Wow! and now runs about five and a half miles long. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Um, so are you familiar with the town of Beechwood? I think so. It's right in Ocean County. It's a th- little bit further so. south. So the town of Beechwood began as a way to get subscriptions to the New York Tribune. A hundred, uh, 1,763 acres were purchased by the publishers of the newspaper in 1914 and for, and I don't know why it's this particular number, but, and for $19.60, people would get a six-month subscription to the newspaper along with a 20 by 100 foot plot of land. Really? Yeah. Things were wild and crazy back then. Clearly. Things were wild and crazy. Now everything's just on fire. Now everything's just on fire. The one of the last battles of the Revolutionary War took place or started because of something that happened on the Jersey Shore. Something that was known as the Barnegat Light Massacre. Are you familiar with this? No. I know Barnegat. I know Barnegat, no Barnegat Light. I've heard of massacres, but never the the, the thrice in one. Altogether? Altogether. So uh, on October 26th of 1782, a Belgian cutter had become stranded. Oh, okay. okay. And Captain Andrew Steelman had gathered a group of local men to go ahead and like bring in the cargo. So while his men were resting, the crew was attacked by Captain John Bacon, who had led a group of Tory loyalist, uh, loyalists. Great name, and John ha- Bacon. John Bacon, right? And had murdered nearly all of Steelman's men. Killed all of them. So a manhunt had ensued, leading to the Cedar Bridge Tavern, which is still around, by the way. Cedar Bridge Tavern, um, where a fight had broken out in what is considered to be the last skirmish, then, of the Revolutionary War. No kidding. Yep. I'll do another one for us, and then we can we can move on because I've got a couple of other little ones here. We're gonna keep it punchy today, right? Nice and punchy. <laughs> Intimidation, yeah. Intimidation. Yeah. Uh, I had never heard of this, but in twenty uh, in two thousand five, there was a series, a TV series called Point Pleasant, that had aired on Fox. In 2005? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Do you really remember this? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. It was quickly canceled due to poor ratings. It was like one season or not even one season, Not even a full season. Uh, So I found it fascinating, though, because the show followed the plot of a girl who had washed up on the beach and then, like, was resuscitated and taken in by, like, the doctor's family. Yeah, I kind of remember. She was taken in by the doctor's family. This would actually be right up your alley, and I know why you watched it. Yeah, I never watched watched it. it. I didn't. Uh, So she's taken in by a doctor's family. She struggles to find out who she is and what happened to her mother. But we we soon learn that she's the Antichrist. 
the hell? She's the Antichrist. Turns out to be the spawn of Satan, quite No literally. wonder why this show didn't get picked up. Right? Who would have guessed? Washed up on the beach and she's the Antichrist? Yep. Yep. You, you lost me and you probably gained me, so. Yeah. I'm just a net neutral. It's, it's fascinating because the fact is, like, <laughs> I think what was wild was that they aired, like, episodes one through five here in the States, but then like one through seven in Australia and then the entire season in like Sweden for some reason. Yeah. Like weird, weird stuff, weird stuff. All right. So we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll put a pin in it there and we'll come on back to uh, the Jersey shore in a little bit then. Okay. Oh, all right. We're coming back to the, Oh well, yeah. I, mean, I never leave the Jersey shore. N- neither do Tr- I only to come up here. I, I recently left to go to St. Lucia. Have I told you guys about that? I heard about St. Lucia. Yeah, you went to St. Lucia. Okay, so you guys aren't going to believe this, but who else would go on vacation to the Caribbean? If this is a fucking pun, I've had it's such not, a good time so far. Who else would go on a vacation to the Caribbean and find a beer conspiracy? Oh. Who else but me? No one else. Right? No one else. Okay. So let me... Let Alex me, Jones. Let the me only ask, other Alex that would would be Alex Jones. There can only be one. <laughs> get, this, get this guy out of my universe. Please. What's our... What's our uh, damn it. What's our intern's name? Oh, we still haven't... Fa- is it, was it Ethan? Was it Ethan? Oh. Ethan sounds right. Ethan sounds Ethan, right. Can you get rid of this Alex Jones, please? Thank you. Um, 1776 will rise again. Okay, so it went away. And uh, for those of you following on the Instagram for the first couple days until I like forgot I had a phone, you'll you could note that I didn't have a beer because the beer choices on the island were limited to say the least. Yeah, you can get a Heineken, and we know I'm not drinking Heineken. God, or you can get the local beer called a Piton. Oh, so Piton is um, on the island, very mountainous island. There are two, there are twin peaks. Very, it's all mountains. Huh? Yeah, it's actually nuts because like they don't have roads; they just have one long, winding road. That reminds me of like Tortola. I remember was kind of like that, where it was like to go to the beach. I don't think ever. Oh, we were. I think we were together in Tortola. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. It like that. Yeah, Yeah. where it was just essentially one big mountain. Yeah, it's the whole island. Okay. So. The two the twin peaks, the Pitons. Mm. That's what they're called. So the, the local beer is Piton. So I, I'm i like, all right, well, I'm not going to have a Heineken. I'm, I'm in St. Lucia. On St. Lucia, I'm going to have the local beer. Yeah, one in Rome. Cracked it open, took a sip. I'm like, this tastes like getting a Heineken. Really? Yeah. So, so I drink a couple, look down at the bottle, and I see there it is, clear as day, on the Piton bottle. Heineken St. Lucia. Shut up. Yes. No way. But wait, there's more. Okay, so a couple of days go by, and I'm drinking Pitons. Except for the first day, I had a lot of, uh, like, like liquor drinks. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like Cocktails. Bob Marley, yeah. Marley layered drink, you Ooh. know, radial green, like kind of yeah, in yeah. Um, Wet Willies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like that. Lots of, lots of stuff like that. But then I kept having Pitons, you know, so Piton, Piton, Piton. Fourth day of the trip now. I go to this little pizza spot. Get a pizza. While I'm waiting for my pizza, I walk over to the bar, talk to one of the bartenders at the resort. So I'm like talking about pitons, and this is now my, my new favorite thing because I'm like, oh, it's just Heineken, like yeah, like, like I, I figured it out. I was like, do you know this is Heineken? She's like, it's Heineken. I was like, yeah, 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 it says it on the bottle. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, I did know that. She's like, you know what else is really weird? I feel like I could have about twenty pitons and not get drunk, but then when I have about four or five Heinekens, I feel like I get hammered. 
So now it's been like three, three, four days now. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? I haven't been getting drunk. And I thought to myself, after a couple of days of drinking. Oh, yeah. It's, your tolerance it goes builds up. up t- yeah. Right. Did you know the next day I switched to Heineken and I got drunk? Really? So now here's my theory. Heineken is pushing off Piton yeah. to the locals. So like campaigning the Twin Peaks of the island, right? Making it very attractive yeah. to the locals so they can sell a beer that they say is 5% alcohol, but really it's definitely not Huh? because I had quite a few of those and I was not getting drunk. I wouldn't not believe it. And then take, like, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, they're, 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 that sounds something like. It just sounds, because like who, who on St. Lucia is going to take a P-tone to a lab and get the, get the ABV analyzed? Right. No one. It's just a matter of different marketing. Right. It, it's when you go to the, it's when you go to the supermarket and instead of getting, you know, a box of Cheerios, you're going to get oat O's and it's the same goddamn thing. Right. It's Ex- the same thing. Except Cheerios doesn't make oat O's. Right. But Heineken makes P-tone. Well, no. A lot of times they will. It'll be made. It'll come you're from right. like the same like manufacturer you're, you're right. and whatnot. That's true. Just yeah, box differently. That's insane. And then one more little layer, as my wife pointed out, that we saw on the island, and it's not a big island. It's like fourteen miles yeah. long. So like it's drivable. Yeah. You know, like I've I've seen most of the island. There are Heineken Zero ads. Really. I'm fascinated because Heineken is also, I think, one of the shittiest. It's it's awful. I will say that Piton does taste slightly different. Actually, it tastes like another beer that I've had. Um, I forget what it's called. It's 1667 blank blank. Yeah. Or something comes in a blue bottle and it has like almost like a grape note to it. I don't know. It's very different. I want to, I'm going to throw a little call to action out there for folks because I know a, a bunch of us whenever we've kind of found ourselves down in the islands where you have like the, the local ish kind of like light beer. I'd be curious to know if anybody else has kind of run into maybe a similar thought process. Do you remember? Because, ooh, sorry. Well, I was going to say, I can't remember. There was so rude of me. No, 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 no. Professionalism is not entirely our thing, sir. <laughs> there was, there were a couple of different, I remember islands that we had been to where we had some of the local beers and we were like, it's, it's literally the exact same thing. I was going to ask you, do you remember the, the elephant beer on Bermuda? It had like an elephant on the label. Mm, I don't. No, unfortunately, that one stuck with me. Oh, maybe. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's my consp- my beer spiracy. I like it. I th- I think um, I th- I think that's a thing. I think it tracks. I think it totally makes sense. Yeah. Okay, you're up. But before you do start, what did the shovel say to his friend on the beach? Go in the sun, you're looking a little pale. Very close. Are you okay? You're looking a bit pale. Yeah. There you go. Attaboy. Hello? Oh, yep. I'll let him know. Uh, yep. Where, where should I send it back to? D- dying just a little bit on the inside. Just found out. That was my doctor. Said that a uh, couple, couple extra minutes have been taken off my life. Turns out it wasn't the cigarettes. It was the puns. <laughs> you know, oh. I've, I've heard that laughter is life's medicine. Hello, Doc? <laughs> yeah, I'll let him know. He said no. <laughs> oh, no. who might who argue with the doctor? Hello, meth dude? <laughs> yeah, I'll let him know. Um, thank you so much. You're welcome. For all this, the beer spiracy. You're welcome. So I've got two 
other well you know what maybe i'll 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 follow up a little bit with your on on the heels of your uh conspiracy theory okay just a little bit all right all right not a beer one entirely bummer but i know i'm sorry um but just the fact that we should be able to get around and move around a lot faster in life in 2022 than we actually do and we're being held back on purpose being held back on purpose like transportation wise. transportation wise are you familiar with the blue comet railroad sounds fast it was fast oh was fast it was fast so for reference driving to atlantic city from manhattan today using mass transit um, uh, driving. How long do you think it takes usually to get from like two hours? It's closer to two and a half. And using mass transit today, about how long? Probably closer to three and a half. Little over three hours, and requires three bus transfers. That sounds terrible. Okay. The Blue Comet Railroad made the commute from the city, including a ferry ride, into uh, to Jersey City. In three hours, between 1929 and 1941, and the, a train that would reach actively 100 miles per hour wow. would fly down. So we're talking at this point now, 100 fucking years ago, you could get on one train and go from Jersey City to Atlantic City in, in three, three hours. hours. Wow. The Blue Comet was amazing. It was painted in an iconic ultra, uh, ultramarine and Packard blue. Oh, I'm had, looking this up. Oh, it's, it was a beautiful, beautiful railroad. Beautiful train. Um, Packard blue with cream trim. It was all meant to symbolize the sky, the sea, and the sand. And essentially, it was like forced out because of like the monopolization of like some of the railroads by the, you know. Um, of course. Of course. But the best part is, is that if anybody knows of any um, folks that um, it's not that one, it's not. No, it was it was a it was a, a different sort of it was a different looking one. But if anybody knows, while I'm looking this up as well, um, anybody that had grown up or lived in the area that might be quite a bit older, um, the Blue Comet. Railroad. Oh, I apologize. Maybe you are correct. Sorry. You really batting a thousand. Son of a bitch. Really batting a thousand. Um, Just for that, I'm going to tell another beach joke. No, it's fine. I deserve it at this point. So the the whistle to this, it was a distinct whistle that used to actually like be a three-toned one that was closer to like a tugboat's whistle than a train whistle. No one's ever been able to find where this whistle is, they believe that it's still around. Someone has the whistle to the blue comet, but they've never been able to find only it. One. There was only the one. It was it was amazing. This train ran to schedule from so between twenty nine and forty one ran to schedule ninety six percent of the time. Whoa! Ran exactly to schedule. Wow. Yeah, nowadays, again, I always joke, like, what time is your train? So it's at 9.38. I'm like, so it'll pick you up at 9.45 if it was got a 10-minute <laughs> window. And I, I, will, I will at least wrap up with this. 
um, is that New Jersey and the Jersey Shore in particular was one of the most popular early getaways to the presidents of the United States. Came all the way to here. Yep. So figure in 1869, President Grant, in fact, had declared Long Branch was the nation's summer capital. What? Yep. It was home, or it's now home. Long Branch is now home to, you know, Seven Presidents uh, Park, which is named for those who came to oh, the that's area. Where I used to go to the beach. Exactly. So figure President Grant, Hayes, Garfield, oh. Arthur, Harrison, McKinley, and Wilson. In fact, it was just up the road. Uh, when I wrote this, I was at home. It was just up the road uh, in an area that's... It doesn't technically... It isn't known as this really very much anymore, but it was a, an area of Long Branch that was called Elberon. It's one of the station yeah. stops still. Yep. So that was where President Garfield, James A. Garfield, was brought following his being shot by Charles Gateau. So he was like, he was shot and he was, you know, um, in D.C. And if anybody's been to D.C. around this time of year, it's fucking disgusting. The Potomac makes everything hot and humid and stale. Oh. It is gross. So he wanted to come up here um, during his recovery. And what happened was that they had built a special rail car for him and constructed it to take him to Franklin Cottage. So they quite literally, they built this rail car for him. They brought him up on the railroad, and then they took the the existing railroad and actually built like an offshoot that took him directly to the house because the fact is like he couldn't necessarily be transported, took him directly to the house at the beach where he then had died two weeks later. Wow. Yep. There's a little, there's a little, uh, uh plaque i went I, I rode my bike to like go and find it unfortunately the original house is gone um, oh, but uh but yeah that's where he was and and yeah so it's the final resting place of at least uh james a garfield after he was shot he probably would have lived um <laughs> he had very bad doctors a bit longer very bad doctors yeah you know the doctors back there trains phenomenal doctors i guess not great the, or just his doctors his doctors, because the doctors, yeah, doctors at the time had become known or familiar with the idea of like sepsis, but his doctor didn't necessarily believe, believe it. it entirely. So like when they were try him and his team were trying to find like where the bullet was, they all just fucking rooted around oh in there God. and infected, you know, got, got his, uh, his wound all infected. Um, hands on care. Yeah, there you go. So if you're ever in the market and you're sitting around going, hey, kids, what do you want to do this summer? You want to go see where some of the presidents died? Uh, come on to Elberon. Seven presidents beach? Yeah, where James A. Garfield kicked the bucket. <laughs> what, is that not proper? I, not I, I feel like it's okay to tell people. It just that, That's not the best selling point. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, find out where uh, uh, James A. Garfield had died as a result of his doctor not believing in sepsis and infecting his wound. Bow. All right, you want to go out on one last joke? Yeah, what do you got for this, me? Why not? I don't, I don't like the way that this one is worded. Oh, I don't like the way any of them are worded. <laughs> okay, okay, but I feel like it. I feel like it belong. You know, um, it deserves a mention because there's something here. Why did the scuba diver have such bad grades? He was always below a C. <sighs> oh God, you 
you know what? If you if you want to subscribe, subscribe. If you don't, I almost I almost it's understand. It's good to be back. All right, everybody. Uh, yeah, just jo- join us again. Join us again, and we'll uh, and we'll see you later. Adios. Goodbye. Because he's below us. Time for another beer. See. I want mine in an I IV drip. Beers End is hosted by Alex Chula and me, Nick Messina. Video producer is Mike Delavan. Original music is by Alex Chula. Sound effects have been provided by Zapsplat. And audio editing and producing is from me, Nick Messina. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to Beers And wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Beers and Podcast and on Twitter at Beers and One. That's on Twitter at Beers and the number one. Or shoot us an email at beersandpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, Alex and I always want you to enjoy your beer safely and responsibly. Neither Alex nor myself have any affiliations with any of the breweries we sampled in this episode, be them legal affiliations or otherwise. If you have any questions or concerns, please email us at beersandpodcast at gmail.com. That's beers, the word and, podcast at gmail.com.